Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by BlackRock Health, providing patients with world-class clinical care and comfort, enabling swifter recoveries. Tweet at Miriam O'Call. And obviously you can text us anytime to 51551. For all the people asking, the name of Polly Toynbee's memoir is An Uneasy Inheritance and it's published by Atlantic Books. And also people looking for the dates for the Reigns concert, just go to our website, rt.ie forward slash Miriam and you will find the dates for all their concerts there. Now, sitting in front of me, imagine sitting down to do the Leaving Cert maths paper. It's a recurring nightmare for many of us. But Cara Dermody, although she's only 12 years of age, Age, is about to take on precisely that challenge when she sits down to Leaving Cert Maths Paper 1 on Friday next. She's doing so in order to raise awareness of the issues facing families just like hers, such as the lack of access to timely autism assessment services and therapies. Cara has two wonderful brothers who are autistic and she was also awarded this year a Young Care of the Year Award. And she's sitting opposite me here, Cara and her mum, Noelle Dermody. Welcome to you both. Thank Hi. you for having us. Hello, how are you? Good morning. Cara, you're a joy. I met you before. I was lucky enough to give you that award at the Carers Awards. So first of all, tell me, five days before your maths exam, you're 12. Why are you sitting this exam? I suppose, Miriam, I'm sitting this exam to raise awareness about the disgraceful autism and disability discrimination that's going on in this country and that there and that the HSC is leaving 18,000 children left to rot on a HSC waiting list. And it is so wrong. And so I am bringing awareness about that. But I'm mainly doing it to help other people. I know. And I'm going to explain this because you've already raised, because you did junior cert maths, right? You yeah. got, let's just remind us what percentage you got on that exam. I got 97%. <laughs> Like, that's remarkable. And you've raised about 70,000. And it's not just for your brothers, who we'll talk about now. It's for lots of other children you've helped. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, because like, I suppose I'm not going to benefit from this at all, Miriam. I suppose I'm only doing it to help everyone else because I want to try and help as many people as I can because I love helping people. But I'm doing it to raise awareness about the disgrace for dis- dis- um, autism and disability discrimination here in Ireland. Yeah, you're a remarkable 12-year-old. Now, Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Noelle, tell yes, me morning. about... Um, Cara's brothers because that's primarily why Cara is doing this. I will indeed. Um, We have three children. You've met Cara and we have two beautiful little boys. We have Neil who is 10 and we have John who is 6. So just assuming for anyone at home who's not familiar with us and our story um, we always hear how important services are and early intervention that they would get proper and timely services in a proper manner. Neil is 10 and John is 6. So Neil would have been diagnosed under the public system at 4. John, we went private. He was diagnosed at a year and a half because of the list. We did not want to wait. Neil didn't receive services. John did. The difference between my two boys, both are nonverbal. Both also have intellectual difficulties. Neil has no comprehension. Neil does not talk. Neither does John, but he would have a few sounds. He would understand a little of what we would say. He's not as fearful of the world. That's the difference between getting services in a timely manner. For Neil, that gap has closed. He is 10. He is not toilet trained. He is difficult to keep clothes on. He has a lot of challenging behaviours towards himself, but he can get very aggressive and violent towards me when I might step in to stop him hitting himself. Um, As I said, the world is quite 
a fearful place for Neil because he doesn't understand what's going on around him. He has certain sensitivities, say, towards bright lights. Even going outside is frightening for him. So we're dealing with an awful lot. It's very challenging. It is 24-7. But for those at home who this isn't their road, you would expect to get access to services. And I suppose Cara when she has started, she has had three primarily key asks. One is um, that there would be a timely route in for assessments, if you like, that you're not left sitting. So she keeps mentioning the 18,000 children that are left on waiting lists. And that's the reality. Um, what she achieved last Wednesday was remarkable. She's actually achieved a commitment from government um, that if you're not seen un- under AON, which is a legal process, Miriam, and that is three months to be waiting. Now, I'm not sure if you're aware, but in 91% of um, AON cases, the HSE actually breaches the law on that. Children are not seen. So, I mean, we have a huge problem. We would would be calling where you cannot be seen within that time frame that simply the HSE picks up the bill. So Cara, I saw you last week. I watched you in the news in Dole Erin. You are so impressive. Tell Thank me you. in your own words what you were hoping to ch- achieve when you've met the Taoiseach the Thornish to tell me about your day. I suppose I I suppose I've been campaigning in Leinster House um, since January um, to go up to Leinster House once a week, and I've been bringing up the three issues which my mum is um, just told you about one of them there. And I suppose um, I've always said that like you know that I'm only twelve years old and that that I'm going to just keep fighting for change and that I'm never going to give up and that I'm going to keep and keep on trying to get change until I get change. And now they've promised that change is coming and now change change will start to come and I'm very happy because now I'm going to get to help so many people. You're remarkable. Now, Cara, you could have picked something easier to do other than the uh, maths paper in the Leaving Cert, age 12. Where did you get the idea of doing maths papers? I suppose people often ask me that. And I suppose I remember, I suppose it was September 2021, about a year and a half ago, when my dad was in the kitchen um, reading the newspaper and drinking a cup of tea. I just came into him and just told him that I was just going to, that I decided that I came up with a brilliant idea and that I was going to set the junior certain maths exam for charity and maybe the leaving search maths charity next year. But my dad fell off the chair. <laughs> and well, Miriam, that was the first time in my life that I ever had to do CPR. <laughs> So you did the junior cert math, as we said, you got 97%. Yes. So, but it's not easy. Like you're a wonderful young girl. I'm watching you now, but you've had to study quite hard. Like you are doing the maths on its paper, age 12 next Friday. How much work have you been putting in? I've been putting in a lot of work, Miriam, I suppose. But of course, not everyone will really like maths that much. And it's very, very tough. And a lot of work goes in. And of course, um, of course, my dad has to teach me all of it as well. Um, and my dad often goes upstairs to the bedroom to try to get the sneaky little look, the sneaky little look. So like before I do my maths, like complex numbers, my dad will go upstairs when I'm not watching and have a sneaky little look and come down and pretend he knows it all. But he actually doesn't, Miriam. <laughs> the truth is, is that every minute we spend doing the maths together, we're actually learning together we've done the whole curriculum together and my dad has um, put in a lot of work to this and I'm very grateful so I just want to say that to my dad listening I just want to say thank you very much yeah, there, it is a huge family undertaking here. Um, Mark is not a teacher and as she said, you know, some of it's harder to remember and harder <laughs> yeah. to figure out and you still have to kind of teach the child so you have to have the appearance you know what you're talking about. But she has put in an extra 500 extra hours worth of study. Um, like the weather is fantastic at the moment. She has her sports too, Miriam. But she'll come home and she'll she'll sit down, she'll knuckle down first for two hours and our home is chaotic. Our boys are constantly crying. I mean, they're climbing. 
you know, it, there's mm-hmm. a lot going on. It's almost like Houston Station and she's up in the dining room and she's trying to concentrate. You know, or I'm driving up there this morning and she's trying to do the maths in the back of the car, you know. So yeah. there's a lot of work been done here, which is why I would say we would like to thank everyone who has donated to date. As you said, you know, she has raised a lot between last year and this year. The money has gone for therapies in both schools. It has gone to training staff in OT because there's no public OT in Tipperary. She's made a huge difference um, day to day. I've other families approaching me um, just saying thanks very much for that. We're, you know, speech language has been done in the school for my child. And this is fantastic. You know, this is what we want to see. This is what's not been offered publicly, but for the children to get the help they need, their children. Um, what I would say is, look, there is no um, body to hold the HSE to account. So my son, Neil, as we mentioned earlier, would have set on a list for years. Um, the minister last week in the Dáil did come out and say, yes, I do accept that there is harm, permanent harm done to these children. We need to call on government now at this stage. They, it, enough is enough. We need to stop this. She has made such a difference, Cara. I mean, you're 12 <laughs> years of age and you've already made such a big difference in your own life. I think, are you the youngest ever to sit the Leaving Cert maths? Yes, you are. Yeah, I am, yeah. Wow, already making history. <laughs> and where, like, I assume, where where will you sit the exam next Friday? In your own school? Is it supervised there? Yeah, I'm going to be sitting in my own school because you see, of course, I'm only 12 years old, Miriam. So I'm still a little squirt. So, of course, I'm too young to, like, actually sit. So I'm, st- I'm too young to be getting, like, a number and all that. My mum can explain that more to you if you want. But I'm still a squirt, Miriam. I'm still 12 years old. So I'll be sitting in my own school. You're not a squirt. You're a beautiful young girl. And yeah, and <laughs> but yeah, you're so- more beautiful. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> so you can see no. why she's well liked by yeah. everyone who's over it. Um, I think you should go into politics. <laughs> she yeah. definitely should. But to answer your question, Miriam, you have to be 16 by law to sit the leaving okay. cert to get your exam screwed or your exam number as we would have known it. She cannot be in an exam hall because she's well underage. And she was well underage <laughs> last year, which is why we're so proud of her achievements. You know, um, she's a fantastic kid. But now Mark and myself, our hands, my husband, our hands yeah. are off that. That is arranged through the school, the board of management and the exams. So the paper will come out as it did last year by squad yeah. car. Um, it's handed over by the guards. It's all supervised. It's all done with the minister's support. But again, we're parents. We're not involved in that. That's for the school. We'll arrange it. It will be done in her primary school, as we said last week. The children will be sent home. I believe it's two o'clock, half two-ish. Again, I'll be given the details nearer the time. My job is Brilliant. just to be her mother and bring her down. And when the exams are all over, Cara, I know you have a special invite from somebody very special. Where have you been invited to on June the 24th? On June the 24th, Miriam, I've been invited to uh, meet the president of the Oris. So a, a huge honour for her. She's delighted. Naturally, we all are. Um, it's a fantastic honour to get. And actually, even in July, we're waiting on a date. Um, we know it will be July, just the date has to be confirmed. She's actually going to be lucky enough as well to meet the Chancellor of Trinity College, which, of course, is um, the previous president, uh, Dr. Mary McAleese. So again, huge honours for her. Um, so it'll be a busy summer. Yeah. Um, but she has earned it. She's done. She's gone up every week to Leinster House. You know, that you can't just walk mm. in. Dad has had to arrange meetings for her. She just sets her goals and she's very much, I suppose it's the child's way of looking at the world. Well, why can't we do this? 
Um, Linster House obviously have their rules and regulations. They've been fantastic to her. They've provided her with study facilities. Obviously, she's not allowed lobby politicians, but she'll go down to the canteen and if she sees someone, she'll take her opportunity. So, um, yeah, it, it has been a busy year for you, Pet, hasn't it? Yeah, I suppose um, it has been a very busy year. But, Miriam, I just want to say thank you very much because you know what? You know what's the biggest honour that I've ever gotten is being able to go on your show. Oh, that, don't be mad. You're a wonderful little girl. Now, listen, you. when you go into the exam next Friday, do you think you'll be nervous or given all the work you've put in? And as your mother said, 500 hours extra. Do you think you just go in very prepared? Because you're a confident young girl, aren't you? <laughs> I suppose I, I suppose I will always be a little bit nervous because, you know, you will be nervous. Um, I suppose I have put a lot of hard work in and I suppose so has my mum and my dad. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I always help them out and that my parents are always like trying to help me in the biggest way possible. And I suppose I'm doing this to help other people, Miriam. What's going on in this country right now is an absolute disgrace and I'm going to call for an urgent meeting with, um, with T-Shock Leo the Lion I'm calling for an urgent meeting with him if he's listening right now and if he's not listening and if he's still asleep then someone needs to go and wake him up immediately Absolutely Well look Cara the best of luck next Friday it's been my honour to have you on today Now anyone who wants to support your fundraising because you're doing it all for your own brothers and other children with autism it's Cara's Mount Everest Maths Challenge on the GoFundMe page and you can raise that Thanks so much for joining us That's it for today Thank you Thanks for having me